In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Please be seated. Yesterday we began Christmas Eve at 5 o'clock with a service especially tailored for families and uh, especially for those with small children. Uh, File this away for next year in and out within 50 minutes. We had a good time. We heard the gospel and added sound effects, so everyone was involved. We sang some carols, and we began the service by going over to the creche, the nativity scene, and asking for God's blessing on the creche and on our own experience of the creche and our experience of the Christmas story this year. We went through the service and finished the service, and um, I was greeting people at the end and and sort of wandered back this way and noticed a couple who had a child. Anne and Aaron were standing there looking in the creche, and I looked for Theo, who we baptized last spring. Some of you remember he was baptized by his grandmother, who was a priest, Um, and I couldn't find Theo anywhere, and I thought at first maybe he was left with the grandparents or something, and then I saw Theo plopped down in the middle of the creche talking to the characters and kind of making up stories and just having a huge time. It was perfect. His parents looked at me with that sort of expression of, um, we're not sure what to do. We couldn't stop him from doing it. Please don't be angry. And of course, I wasn't angry. I was delighted. So I told them as, as, as soon as I could um, what a good thing it was. And so I looked at Theo and I said, Theo, what do you think? And he said, I like them. And that was all he said. And he just went back to his story, whatever it was we had interrupted. No crash, no nativity scene is perfect in its representation of the Holy Family. Um, to start with, we don't know exactly what they looked like. No nativity scene covers all the bases of who was there, who might have been there, who wasn't there. Today, in so many churches, we we try our best to mirror uh, God's diversity of design in creation. And so it's not always easy to find figures that reflect that diversity. Part of that is cultural and part of that is personal, if you think about it, since any artist designing a creche or figures of a creche is, is at some level bound to represent the Christmas story Um, as she or he imagines it, as she or he experiences it within their culture. Our creche comes from northern Mexico, and while it's not exactly lily-white Caucasian, it is on the lighter side, and it lacks some diversity that we might hope for. But it's what we have, and especially yesterday with Theo plopped down in the middle, it was just about perfect. It was perfect in that at least one person found their place in the creche. And that's really the invitation for all of us. It was St. Francis of Assisi who first thought of portraying this scene of the Holy Family and Jesus' being born. This this idea that we're so accustomed to seeing. St. Bonaventure writes about it when he describes how Francis was visiting the village of Greccio. And he thought the Franciscan chapel there would be too small for the Christmas service. And so he found a niche in a rocky hill nearby. 
And then he called somebody to help him prepare a manger. And he he brought hay and and put an ox and an ass to the place appointed. As Bonaventure writes, the brethren were summoned, the people ran together, the forest resounded with their voices, and that venerable night was made glorious by many and brilliant lights and sonorous psalms of praise. The account goes on to speak of how a particular soldier from the town was deeply moved by it all as were the other villagers. It just hadn't occurred to people to to act out or portray the biblical scene in any way. Such portrayals are often the plays of children. And yet, what better way to put ourselves in the Christmas story? What better way to try to get a sense of God's intention of coming into our world as one of us? For unto us a child is born, the scripture says. Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Isaiah says, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. How do we picture him? How do we picture his coming into our world? I have a friend who was a priest originally in Japan, and he and his wife traveled all over the world in their ministry. And early on, they decided it was, in some places, too much trouble to try to, to, try to find a Christmas tree. And so what they would do is put out a crash, a nativity scene of some kind. And, and over the years, people realized they would do this and, and made presents to them. So when I knew them, when they were in their retirement years, they must have had a hundred different crashes. And so every Christmas, usually starting about Thanksgiving, they would unpackage them and dust them off and set them all over their house. And it was so much fun to be invited because you could go room to room and look at all of these and look at the various figures and try to think about the people who had made them. It was kind of like a United Nations of holy families, African and Asian and Central American and Northern European, on and on and on. Just about everybody was there. Some are made of glass and some of metal and some of beadwork, some of wood. If you should be in Washington, D.C. near Christmas, you can see an exhibition of creches at the National Cathedral. They, they have quite a collection and they bring theirs out. These various creches can reflect a part of God's creation in color and shape and size. We're all different and God has made us that way. On this Christmas morning, at the end of our worship together, we'll have a final hymn, and we're all invited to move over toward the creche for final prayers. If you're able to do so and would like to join us, please do, or stay where you are, either way. But as we do so, I invite you to think about uh, your creche, the ultimate creche that might be just for you. What would it look like? Who would be in it? In other words, who has shown you something of the love of God? Is it wise men or shepherds? Or is it someone else? Is it a a relative or a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle or a neighbor or a teacher, a mentor? Who's brought you into the presence of the living God in some deep and significant way? Perhaps you'd include a few literary characters or a poet or two or a musician. 
Maybe you'd have handles standing in for the piper and the local produce person taking the place of this strange little man who seems to be offering an apple to Jesus. (laughs) Maybe you'd include in your creche some of those who don't yet know the love of God, but you could imagine them there, close by and gathered around as we all sort of try to embrace what it is to be embraced by God. In the blessing of this crash yesterday, we prayed that all who see it might be strengthened in faith and receive the fullness of that life that Christ has come to bring. May we continue to receive Christ May we continue to love him, and may we continue to know him more deeply, and may we reflect that love in the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.